0: listening to Sibling Talk, commentary from a progressive point of view. Now here are your hosts, John Paulette and Mary Jo Tumare. Hello, I'm John Paulette.
1: And I'm Mary Jo Tumare.
0: You know, Mary, I got to tell you the truth. I do not like going to the supermarket. I really never liked going to the supermarket. I, I think... I think I have emotional issues left over from my childhood because at the time mom would shop at a store called pick and pay. I don't think they exist anymore. And, you know, supermarkets weren't open like on Sunday, they weren't open in the evening and we'd stand in these long lines and she had a lot of stuff. It was all very stressful to me. So today When I can go on Whole Foods online, and not only can I order there, they have like the record of what I've ordered before. I'm right in my kitchen. I can look around and say, ooh, carrots. Yeah, I do need carrots. That's true. Yes, click, click. And then their little algorithm says, "Uh, have you forgotten these things? Oh, I'm sorry, I did. Yeah. Bam. I push it. It's got my credit card, and about two hours later, with no charge for delivery, because I'm a Prime member, uh, these things show up on my on my porch, right at my door. When when the pandemic is over, I am still going to do that. I don't have to go to a supermarket ever again. And I don't think I'm the only one. Wait, what do you think? Are things like that? Going to be different after COVID?
1: I think that shopping, um, whether it's grocery shopping, clothes shopping, all kinds of interactions with commerce are changed forever because people who would otherwise never have grocery shopped online or clothes shopped online did it by necessity and have thought, huh, this is not too bad. Now, there are kind of creepy things about it, because, uh, you know, when I'm shopping for clothes on the Nordstrom site, and they say, you usually order this size, I'm like, all right, oh, you know really? a little too much. Well, I've gained a little COVID weight, so I'm going up a size. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> okay, I'll go out walking. You want to just hold this order? For a while, but
1: the thing I have found about that is I like shopping, but I can't imagine clothes shopping. You know, just buying new stuff, which is probably wrong anyway. I can't imagine going into a store and just trying on a bunch of clothes again. So, one thing online shopping has allowed is I order things. Nordstrom must also have something on my account that says she takes back three quarters of everything. She has. <laughs> but I mean, what the heck? There's yeah. no charge for taking things back and there's no charge for shipping. And I can try them on in my own house. So, um, I do think I'm opposite of you on the grocery shopping. So I love going to the grocery store. I never think about what I'm going to cook or want until I'm there. Uh, but I haven't done much shopping, not because we've ordered, but because Mo has started doing the shopping for us, and um, and that's a big change. But I have thought, I do think a lot about how there are things that have happened or changes we've made to live in the COVID world that now as the um, veil is being lifted, do we want to go back to the old way of doing business? So I think shopping is one of them. I think movie theaters is another. I'm dying to go back to a movie theater. And was even going to see if I could talk Mo into doing that this weekend uh, because I do notice some movies are starting to be released just to the movie theaters instead of remember in the heart in the heat of COVID it'd be like see it in your local theater or Netflix. Why would I know, you go out if it's on yeah, Netflix?
0: Yeah, but the big one that's been released is not going to get me back into a movie theater. I simply do not care about King Kong versus Godzilla, oh, which correct. is a phenomenon. People are surging. I mean, I guess you want to see it on a big screen. i I got to tell you, I think something that is going to stay the same is we, we are going to communicate with each other in a different way. And here's what I mean. Before the pandemic, you had to be kind of a technology geek person to use zoom conference right. you know it seemed a little strange. Uh, it even was a little geeky to do like FaceTime, right. but now i I think almost everybody knows how to zoom you yeah and link
1: and one of the things I think people realize through having to do it for work or to connect with friends is how easy it is. So it is interesting, just as an advance, that these, whether it's FaceTime, Zoom, um, WhatsApp, you know, like Mo uses WhatsApp with his relatives overseas, even Microsoft Teams, they're so easy to use it's hard to imagine going back to just phone conversations. So, and I have noticed this in my work, some things we just do by a phone conversation, but more and more people like, um, okay, I'll send you a Zoom link or I'll send you a Microsoft Teams link. Conversations that in the past we always would, especially with only three people, we always would have done by phones. And I think part of that is adapting to seeing other people on screen and liking seeing people, knowing what they look like. And second, seeing ourselves on screen. Because one of the weird things about Zoom um, is you're looking at yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Which is something we're not used to doing. We we look out of our eyes, not out of our eyes, and back to our face.
0: Yep, absolutely.
1: And, And that's so... That's but that's something people are gotten used to doing, wh- how they're acting in a meeting, how their facial expressions are, whatever it is. And um I was in a, I was on an on-site meeting this week, which is the first time in, you know, forever that I had done that. It was actually a training. And you know, I'm looking at all their faces thinking, well, where's my face? <laughs> <'Cause> I'm used <laughs> to now doing these things so I can see myself. It's not in an egotistical way, but you know, you, you along with everybody else is like automatic feedback on what you've said, your behavior, your mannerisms. It's kind of a weird thing, but, but l- I, I agree with you. That is not going to change. And well, just as a limp. yeah, well, go ahead. no, yeah, I just said just the other little aside because of those technologies, it has connected people that otherwise were a little disconnected. Now I say that like Mo and his family; and they're all in Algeria and France, and they. Like, not Zoom so much, but FaceTime or whatever with each other all the time. And I wish so much that we'd had that when our kids were little and his parents could have connected. So the, the smallness of the world as a result of all that face technology, that live technology, I think is awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: When you were uh, at the corporation, at the business, you traveled actually a pretty fair amount. I thought
1: Ugh, all the time. Uh, you had
0: you had a lot of plants uh, all throughout the country. Uh, now you were not in sales; you're in senior management, so you traveled to them. Uh, our brother uh, Tom, and well, and Ray when <coughs> when he was still doing it. I mean, they were traveling to visit clients or prospective right. clients. Do you like in your case? Do you think that will change? Will there be less travel out to the plants?
1: I think there'll be less travel. I think it'll be different kind of travel because sometimes what would happen to me is I would end up traveling on a, like something came up. It was a comp- employee complaint or some kind of crisis. Get on a plane and fly to the plant. And that, I think, because of Zoom, your companies don't really need to do. And I think in a sales situation, that's probably true as well. Like the client is upset about something, the customer is upset. You could get on a Zoom call, take care of it without having to fly out. There are other kind of meetings that are that are always better done when the human beings are together. And, you know, um, meeting like big meetings with the plant. Like I wouldn't want to have to do sexual harassment training, for example, as a zoom character (laughs) into a room and um because some nuance is lost or if something's super emotional like yesterday i did a mediation to employees um and we could have done it zoom and i am mediating on zoom and i think many mediations will continue to be on zoom especially when there's a lot of lawyers involved but um I felt when I was scheduling it, and now that I'm fully vaccinated, felt comfortable going into a room with two people I didn't know because I thought them being in the same room was important to a resolution. And, and I think it turned out to be. Because sometimes when you're on Zoom, you can disengage. And everyone who does these Zoom meetings will say that. Like, yeah, I was listening. You could see my face, but I wasn't really engaged in the meeting.
0: Okay, I'm going to make kind of an extreme prediction uh, here. I do not think, when everything's back to normal, I do not think people are going to go to church in the numbers they did. I think there's going to be a real decline. Now, I think part of that is what we talked about the other day, uh, the decline in affiliation with churches. But I think, and this is based on several conversations, I think some people are feeling like, you know what? I'm out of the habit. I don't feel as strongly. I don't remember quite what I got out of it. Uh, if it's a mortal sin, it doesn't seem like I've been getting nailed on, mm-hmm. on that, all that bad. Uh, I, I think there's going to be a change. Uh, and I think it's going to hit Catholics very seriously because the decline to affiliation there. Is going down, but I think right across the board, mainstream Protestants, everything, that's going to be different. And here's my prediction: that the hierarchy, the bishops, and so forth, are going to look at the laity and say, "What is wrong with them that they're not all coming back to church?" When in fact, what they ought to be saying is, "What is wrong with us that we're not bringing <laughs> They don't the go. Numbers? They don't
1: usually go there, John.
0: No, 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 no. Not a, at all. I don't know. What do you, what do you think? I you think agree. It's really
1: I agree. And it's funny you say that because I had this conversation yesterday with a couple of people and one who was, you know, always been very observant and she said, oh, I really miss it. And I'm, you know, now that I'm vaccinated, I'm going to go back to church, you know, and the other was her son, who's a young person who, you know, stopped going to church as soon as he graduated from high school. And, and, I this is the thing I thought and said is going to church is a habit. And what happened with the pandemic is you got out of the habit of going to church. So unless you spent that time going online because you're that observant, if it was just like Sunday came and went, getting back into the habit, I think is going to be difficult. I mean, exactly what you said, which is, wow, I didn't go to church on Sunday, and my life didn't really change that much. And I, unless you really missed it, but I think if you really missed it, you were probably going to, you know, mass online, don't you think? I mean, I don't know.
0: And I, 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 Yeah, I think so, but I don't, you know, I really did uh, try pretty intensely for a while to go to religious services online, and I tried several different groups, and things to do it. And man, it was just never a satisfying worthwhile for me. And I I mean, I know uh, Sister Ruth Marie told me many years ago, okay, mass is not about what you get out of it. It's about what you put into it. Okay, Sister Ruth Marie, but I'm sitting here with a Zoom screen and I can't put very much. Into it, I yeah, I just well, the other didn't thing, warm up.
1: The other thing, John, is that going to mass. The the reason, the the big event of mass, is the Eucharist. So if you're yes. just going for the prayers and there's no Eucharist, it's you know you, you kind of do wonder like why am I doing this? I'm going to serve myself a piece of flat bread. It not work that way. So if you really miss taking the Eucharist, I could see where you feel really ready to go back to Mass. But, you know, the church has opened again, at least our church did, you know, months ago. And for someone to say, okay, now I'm going to go back, when you could have gone. You know, there yeah. weren't many people there, mostly old people, and yeah. um, double mask. So I... I'm kind of sticking with that habit story because that's the way I feel about it. You just get out of the habit. And, and I, think you're just, I think you're right. I mean, I live five houses from the church. And Sunday comes and goes. I never give it a thought. And I see people going in there.
0: <laughs> yeah, Listen, Catholics uh, of a certain age, at least, uh, who remember getting ready for their first communion will understand this. Uh, when I would go to online master in the pandemic, I always kept a little package of Necco <laughs> <laughs> So did, I mean,
1: You did, think I was wrong? No, no, I think you were right. <laughs> so I think that at the end of the day, you know, the world is going to change in lots of ways. But then last night, went out to dinner with my husband and son, Noah and Mo. And we went, we sat outside because it was beautiful, the weather, and we had dinner out. And um, it felt like, you know, 2019 again. So some things I think we'll go back to, and it'll be awesome. Mm
0: -hmm. That'll be great. And, you know, I love the opera so much. I'm looking forward to the opera. My fear is uh, the opera is largely attended by pretty, you know, fairly old people. And we know that the deaths were disproportionately high. Among old people. I wonder if like 30% of the seats are going to be empty.
1: Yeah, well, then you'll feel safer. Let's put it that way. Yeah, then
0: I'll be good. Yeah. All right. Talk to you soon. Good weekend. Bye. Bye. Sibling Talk is a JMP production. Theme song by David Paulette.